Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 23rd of October or the 8th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. The parasha this week is called Lech Lecha, and the scripture reading will be Genesis chapter 12, verse 14 through Genesis 13 and verse 4. That means we will read some verses double from yesterday when I read further than I should have. So you will recognize some verses and then we will go on from there. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. When Avram came to Mitzrayim, the Egyptians did see that the woman was very beautiful. Indeed, Paro's officials saw her and they raved about her to Paro. Then the woman was taken into Paro's house. But Avram was treated well for her sake, and he got sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male and female slaves, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord struck Paro and his household with great plagues because of Sarai, Avram's wife. So Paro called Avram and said, What's this that you did to me? Why didn't you tell me that she is your wife? Why did you say, She is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now here is your wife. Take and go. Then Paro instructed men concerning him, and they expelled him with his wife and everything that belonged to him. So Avram went up from Mitzrayim, he and his wife, and everything that belonged to him, and lot with him, to the Negev. Now Avram was very rich in livestock, silver and gold. He proceeded by stages from the Negev as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar that he had made there at first, and there Avram called on the name of the Lord. So that was Genesis or Bereshit 12:14 through 13:4. Now the portion from the prophets will today be Joshua or Yeroshua chapter 15. 
Now the allotment for the tribe of the children of Yehuda, according to their families, was as far as the border of Edom, southward to the wilderness of Zin, at the extreme south. Their southern border was from the lower end of the Salt Sea, from the bay projecting southward. Then it proceeded south of the ascent of Akravim and passed on to Zin, and then went up by the south of Kadesh Barnea and passed on to Hezron, and went up to Adar and turned toward Karka. It passed along to Asmon and went on to the Wadi of Mitzrayim, where the border ended at the sea. This will be your southern border. The eastern border is the Salt Sea to the end of the Yarden. The border of the northern side was from the Bay of the Sea at the end of the Yarden. It then went up to Bet Hogla and passed north of Bet Arava and went up to the stone of Bohan, son of Reuven. The border then went up to Devir from the valley of Achor and turned northward toward Gilgal, facing the ascent of Adumim, which is south of the Wadi. Next the border passed along to the waters of Enshemesh and ended at Enrogel. Then the border went up the valley of Ben-Hemon to the southern flank of the Jebusites, that is, Jerusalem, and went up to the top of the mountain that flanks the Hinnom Valley to the west, which is at the northern end of the Rephaim Valley. From the top of the mountain the border curved to the spring of the waters of Nephtoah, and went out to the towns of Mount Ephron, then curved to Baalah, that is Kiryat Yarim. From Baalah, the border turned westward to Mount Seir, passed along to the northern slope of Mount Yarim, that is Chesalon, and went down to Bet Shemesh, then passed Timna. Next, the border went out to the slope north of Ekron, then went out to Shikaron passed along to Mount Baala, went on to Yavneel at the border, and the border ended at the sea. The western border was the Great Sea and its coastline. These were the borders around the children of Yehuda, according to their clans. Now, to Caleb, the son of Yefune, he gave a portion among the children of Yehuda, at the command of the Lord to Yerushua, Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron, Arba was the father of Anak. So Caleb drove out from there the three sons of Anak, Sheshai, Ahiman, and Talmai, children of Anak. Then he went up from there against the inhabitants of Dvir. Now the name of Dvir formerly was Kiryat Sefer. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Achsa as a wife to the one who attacks Kiryat Sefer and captures it. So Otniel, son of Kenaz, Kalev's kinsman, captured it, so he gave him his daughter Achsa as a wife. Now it came about, when she came to him, that she persuaded Otniel to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Kalev asked her, What do you need? Give me a blessing, she said, for you have given me land in the Negev. You should also give me springs of water. So he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs.
This is the portion of the tribe of the children of Yehuda by their clans. The towns at the end of the tribe of the children of Yehuda, toward the border of Edom in the south, were Kavzeel, Eder, Yagur, Kina, Dimona, Adada, Kedesh, Chatzor, Itnan, Sif, Telem, Bealot, Chatzor, Hadata, Keriot, Hezron, that is Chatzor, Amam, Shema, Molada, Chatzar, Gada, Cheshmon, Bet Pelet, Hatzar, Shual, Barsheva, Bitziotia, Baala, Liim, Ezem, El Tolad, Shersil, Horma, Siklag, Madmana, Sansana, Lebaot, Shilhim, Ain, and Rimon, a total of 29 towns with their villages. In the lowland, Eshtaol, Zora, Ashna, Sanoach, Enganim, Tapuach, Enam, Yarmut, Adulam, Soko, Azeka, Sha'arim, Aditaim, Gedera, and Gederotaim. Towns, 14 towns with their villages. Zenan, Hadasha, Migdalgad, Dilan, Mitzpeh, Yochteel, Lachish, Boskat, Eglon, Kabon, Lachmas, Chitlish, Gederot, Betagon, Naama, and Makeda, 16 towns with their villages. Livna, Eter, Ashan, Iftah, Ashana, Netziv, Keila, Achziv, and Marisha, nine towns with their villages. Ekron with its town and villages from Ekron to the sea, all that were under Ashdod's hand with their villages. Ashdod, its dependencies and its villages. Gaza, its dependencies and its villages. All the way to the Wadi of Mitzrayim and the coastline of the Great Sea. In the hill country, Shamir, Yatir, Soko, Dana, Kiryat Sana, that is Dvir, Anav, Eshtemo, Anim, Goshen, Cholon, and Gilo. Eleven towns with their villages. Arav, Ruma, Eshan, Yanum, Betapuach, Avkicha, Chumta, Kiryat Arba, that is Hebron, and Sior, nine towns with their villages. Maon, Carmel, Tzif, Yuta, Yisrael, Yokteam, Zanoach, Cain, Gebea, and Timna, ten towns with their villages. Halhul, Betzur, Gedor, Ma'arat, Betanot, and El Tekon, six towns with their villages. Kiryat Baal, that is Kiryat Yarim, and Rava, two towns with their villages. In the wilderness, Bet Arava, Midin, Sikaka, Nibshan, the city of Salt, and Engedi, six towns with their villages. As for the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the children of Yehuda could not drive them out. So the Jebusites continue to live among the children of Yehuda in Jerusalem to this day. That was Joshua chapter 15. Now we have the portion of the writings, and today we will read Psalm 15. 
A Psalm of David Lord, who may dwell in your tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one who walks with integrity, who does what is right, and speaks truth in his heart, who does not slander with his tongue, does not wrong his neighbor, and does not disgrace his friend, who despises a vile person in his eyes, but honor those who fear the Lord, who keeps his oath even when it hurts and does not change, who lends his money without usury and takes no bribe against the innocent. One who does these things will never be shaken. That was Psalm 15. And our final portion from the Apostolic Writings will today be Matthew or Matityahu, chapter 12, verses 22 through 50. Then a demon-plagued man, who was blind and mute, who was brought to Yeshua, and he healed him, so that he spoke and saw. All the crowds were astounded and saying, This can't be Ben David, can it? But hearing this, the Pharisees said, This fellow drives out demons only by Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. Knowing their thoughts, Yeshua said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is destroyed, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself, how then will his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the Ruach Elohim, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he will thoroughly plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. For this reason I say to you, Every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but blasphemy against the Ruach will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Ruach HaKodesh will not be forgiven, neither in this age nor in the one to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree rotten and its fruit rotten, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For from the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. The good man from his good treasury brings forth good, and the evil man from his evil treasury brings forth evil. But I tell you that on the day of judgment men will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the Torah scholars and Pharisees answered him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But Yeshua replied to them, An evil and adulterous generation clamors for a sign, yet no sign shall be given to it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. 
For just as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, so the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Shlomo. And behold, something greater than Shlomo is here. Now when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, it passes through waterless places, looking for rest and doesn't find it. Then it says, I'll go back home where I came from. And when it comes, it finds the house vacant, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings along seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in and live there. And that man's last condition becomes worse than the first. So also will it be for this evil generation. While Yeshua was still speaking to the crowds, his mother and brothers were standing outside, trying to speak to him. Someone said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside, trying to speak to you. But to the one telling him this, Yeshua responded, who is my mother, and who are my brothers? Stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. That was Matthew twelve twenty-two through 50. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice, this year, you would also read 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And I thank you all who are praying for us here in Israel and for the situation. Um, we are so thankful for the Word of God that gives instruction, wisdom, comfort, and help in time of need. We're actually teaching the children to uh, memorize the Psalm 91 these days in this situation and uh, we have come to verse, the verse that talks about uh, your faithfulness is like shield, a shield and buckler. We talked about faithfulness, what is that? Shield and buckler, what is that? And how God's faithfulness is his, is his uh, that we can trust him that he always fulfills his word. His word is his word and we can trust it and we can trust in him. He is faithful to fulfill his word to us. And that's such a, a, a comfort and a strength. So may his word speak to you today as you listen and study his word. For now, shalom from Israel. Until next time.